Welcome to C3 Church Tabra. You're about to hear a message from our senior pastor, Bill Oldfield. Get ready to be inspired to live your best life. called Believe Bigger, Break Out, Keys to Go Beyond Your Barriers and Live an Extraordinary Life. The prophets are saying we are living in the season of 70. Now, I think this goes back to Daniel's 70 weeks and it's about the last days, basically. So I, I always, when I do a message, I always like to go back to Chuck Pierce, who's just, they've got a whole church. It's all about the prophetic. And, you know, these guys are waving flags and they're praying for the nations and they're weeping and crying and intercession. It's a real, and he's got a lot of books out, Chuck Pierce, Peter Wagner. These are very strong prophetic people that understand the times that we live in. I just got this and I thought it would help us. And, he's, uh, and, it, and it's quoted from an article of his. He says, we're living in the season of 70. The number 70 is linked with seeing a new spring of life and breaking out of captivity. What's the message called? Breakthrough. Breakthrough. I want to I give some credence and I want to give some teaching uh, to what breakthrough might mean. Like uh, last week, it was amazing, wasn't it? Last Sunday night, we had that worship and just phenomenal. God's presence broke out in the house. I believe God's got us in a position where He wants to partner where he wants C3 Tugger to partner with the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit in bringing in the last day's harvest, amen? I believe that's what's happening to us. God's sorting you out. He's empowering you. He's blessing you. And um, it's amazing. God wants to do that. And, and the Bible says in this scripture here in Exodus 34.10, then the Lord said, I am making a covenant with you. Covenant is like a real strong agreement. I believe the Lord's made a strong agreement with this church, amen, with C3 Tugra. Why? Because the way we started the church, we, we prayed ridiculously, we gave ridiculously, we worshiped ridiculously. We were known as the church that would worship for an hour. Our services would go all day. But, but what we were doing in that, we were saying, God, this is all about you. This church is not about programs. This church is not about anything else but you, and we really demonstrated that early on. I think it built, I think it dug a well. There's a well in this church. When ministers of God come to this church, they go, my God, it's so easy to preach in this house. You know, what, what, what is this place about? Even when they walk through the foyer and come into this house, they sense God's presence. What is that? Well, the Bible talks about wells. There's a well of salvation in your life that can be filled with God or filled end up being filled with the world. That's not good. But there is a well of your salvation that you need to drink from. There's a well of sal there's a well in the life of this church that we can drink from and rediscover. Amen. So the Bible says Exodus 34:10, then the Lord said, "I am making a covenant with you before all your people. I will do wonders never before done in any nation in all the world." The people you live among you will see how awesome. Now, the word awesome is not used a lot in the Bible because awesome, really biblically, awesome means awesome. Not, that's an awesome ice cream. It's an awesome skateboard. That's an awesome wave. No, no, no. Awesome in Bible terms means 
awesome. You fall to your knees, you fall down, and uh, God is God. The people you live among will see how awesome is the work that I, the Lord, will do for you. The people you live among you will see how awesome is the work that I, the Lord, will do for you. I believe there's coming a shift. I believe there's coming a shift. There's going to be a favor coming upon us, coming upon you, even in your workplace. I don't know how it's going to happen. You're going to meet someone. Something's going to happen. Well, it's going to elevate you, promote you. You may be thinking you're at the end of the line, but you're going to go to the front of the line, amen? And you're going to get promotion. You're going to, it's, it's like this acceleration. What took 50 years is now going to take one moment. Yeah, house mortgage that you thought you're going to pay off when you're 55, you're going to pay it off when you're 25. I don't know. There's this like a shift. There's a breakthrough. Matt's laughing. Go, yeah, please let me have some of that. I'm seeing the young people go, yeah, I'll have some of that. Yeah, because I still got a mortgage and I, you know, and, but, but I believe there's coming favor. It's going to be like a flood and it's like a flood that brings God's goodness and it brings something of the enormity of God and the awesomeness of God where you say, my God, did that really happen to that person? Did they really get healed? Did they really get their debts canceled? Did they really get healing? Did they really get blessed like that? Are they really in ministry? Amen? Are they, are they really being set free from cancer like Meg? Being to a European, not only she, they've diagnosed her with, oh gee whiz, doesn't look good Meg. Anyway, she, anyway, we pray, we pray, we really pray, fervently pray and, uh, you know, she has a little operation, maybe not that little, but anyway, sorry, Meg, sorry to understate that, but um, I'm trying to give glory to God here, and, uh, but she says, look, I think I'm ready to go for an overseas trip, so she's gone from being diagnosed to being terribly sick, could be life-threatening, to now she's in Europe, sipping cafes in Italy or something, you know, come on, that's a shift, that's a shift, a Holy Ghost shift, an unexpected shift, God has an amazing ability to get opportunity to you, to get opportunity to you. You're on Struggle Street now, but you could be on the blessed, blessed way very shortly. You could even accomplish that dream that God has for you. I don't know how it's gonna happen. You maybe think, it's too late, it's too long, I'm too old, I've tried it before, I've done it, you know, I've tried this before, but shifts can happen. Stuff can happen in your life, Frank. That kidney problem, two weeks you got to go in for an operation. Stuff can happen. I don't know. You know, those doors that you've been knocking on, maybe go back to those doors. After this rests in your spirit, you get it in your spirit and you believe, you get your mind bigger to believe that God can intervene on your life. Not that God is just stuck in heaven and you're stuck down here and he can't intervene in your life. Maybe, maybe God does care about you. Maybe God does want to prosper you. Yes, he does, in fact. Amen. He wants to bless you and he wants you to believe that. You've got to stretch your mind because we get conditioned. We get, when we first get saved, we think, ah, oh, miracles, it's awesome, anything's possible. All things are possible in Christ, you know, who strengthens us. But then you get narrow, you're narrow, you're narrow. No, open your mind and get your faith happening again. Open your heart. Love that scripture that uh, Rachel quoted. You know, he takes out the stony heart. He puts a heart of flesh in. Why? So that he can inscribe his plans and purposes on your heart. Amen. Circumcision is a word that men know. Bible says our hearts are circumcised. The tenderness of our heart is revealed to God. 
And when the tenderness of our heart is revealed to God, it's then when God can speak to us, God can bless us and shift us and give us a breakthrough, amen? If our heart is hard, if we're stiff-necked people and we're just resilient to God, moving us, changing us, doing stuff, you know, it's very hard for God to do anything through us because God only moves through faith, amen? Through an attitude of faith, He moves. I love this stuff. What about you? God is the God of the breakthrough. You are not created to be average, unrewarding, or unfulfilling in your life. God created you to leave a, a, a mark on this generation. We've been talking about that with vision builders. Maybe your gifts and talents have not even been tapped into. There's new levels in your destiny. You're not too old. You, you haven't missed it. You're not left at the, at the station. The, the train's gone. No, this can happen now, this morning. Breakthrough starts in your thinking, Romans 12, 1. Let's get into some scripture. Therefore, I urge you, brothers. I said breakthrough starts in your thinking. Therefore, I urge you, Romans 12, 1. Brothers and sisters, in view of God's mercy, to offer your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and pleasing to God. This is your true and proper worship. Love the worship this morning. Do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of the mind. Man, I'm getting really worried about people on the Facebook a lot. I use Facebook to, you know, get the gospel out, and a lot of my unsaved friends are now responding to me about, you know, pray for me, you know, and tick for this, tick for that, you know, when God does stuff in our life. Uh, I love Facebook because I'm able to go to the nations <laughs> with my four, five hundred friends, amen, and uh, it, it, it's awesome, but um, I know this. That if I'm on Facebook too much, that I'm listening to what everyone else is saying, my mind's, not gonna, my mind's gonna be conformed to a lot of just ordinary stuff, amen? Right, you, know, to, you know, if you keep feeding yourself with, with everything everyone's doing, and then you become addicted to it, that you need to know what everyone's doing in every hour, and my God, now you're in church services looking at your Facebook and you can't track with the Spirit of God. You can't track with the Word of God because you've got to... Who's that guy up there? What's he talking about? I don't know, but this... this, this. You know, come on, guys. Leave. If you have a problem with your smartphone that's distracting you from God, leave it at the, at, leave it at the information desk if you have to. If you're addicted to it, if it's, if it's an obstacle to you, smartphones are smart for me because it leads me to the Word of God. When I'm stuck and I want to find a scripture, I get out my Google and I go, ah, that's that scripture there. Yes, I do glance Facebook to pastor and find out any pertinent things I need to know, but I certainly am not into it for gossip. And gossip is really buying into everyone's small stuff. Amen? Anyway, sorry, that's a father heart speaking. Sorry, guys. Yeah, I, I love Facebook, but please, don't get addicted to it. Do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. There's only one way I know how your mind can be renewed to believe the most exciting life that God wants for you is through this Word of God, through the Bible, the B-I-B-L-E, amen? That's the only way that if you get this in you, on you, through you, that it will enable you and empower you to believe what God wants to do through you, renewing your mind. Then you'll be able to test and approve what God's will is, 
his good, pleasing, and perfect will. Then you'll be able to know, then you'll be able to see what God's doing around your life. Then you'll be able to see what Vision Builders is really about. Then you'll be able to see what tithes is really about. Then you'll be able to see what that, 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 that opportunity that you have in the marketplace when you can lend a hand to it. King James Version says, Proverbs 23, 7, for as he thinketh in his heart, so is he. As a man thinks in his heart, so is he. Again, a renewed mind. Ponder, meditate on your preferred future. Philippians 4, 8 says it like this. Finally, brothers and sisters, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely. Now, don't tell me you're going to find that on Facebook. Come on, guys. I mean, there's a lot of good stuff there, but really. Finally, brothers and sisters, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. Breakout starts with your thinking. The keys are making room for increase, expecting the shift of God's favor towards your life. Three, praying bold prayers. Love that. Thank you for all the prayer people turning up at our meetings. Keeping the right perspective, then God will release floods of his goodness that will thrust you beyond the barriers of the past into the extraordinary life you were designed to live. I'm not just, this is not just a comfortable message. I mean, this is really about you having a shift in your life, in your health, in your finances, in your personal life. Some of you guys are looking for partners. There's going to come a shift. You're going to find someone. Some of you have been burdened by your finances. There's going to come a shift, like a flood. It's going to come to your life. Some of you need healing, like a shift, like what happened to Meg. It's going to happen. God is a supernatural God. There may be no way in the practical, but God is a supernatural God that can find a way through your situation. He's going to breathe on you, and you're going to find, oh my God, there's an acceleration coming. I'm, gonna, I'm, 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 I'm in for a blessing here. I know it. Our attitude should be, I'm ready, Lord. I'm taking the limits off you. Let's just say that. Lord, I'm ready for you. I'm taking the limits off you. I'm enlarging my vision. Say it. I'm going to see it your way. I declare I'm coming into a shift, a breakthrough. Now, after this settles in your spirit, you need to go back to those doors that you've been before and they haven't been opened. Go back to the doors and knock again, try and open them and go in to your best life, amen? Because some of you have been going to those doors and they've not been opened. In fact, you've stopped going to those doors. But I suggest after this morning that you go back to those doors, knock, ask, seek, and see if they're gonna be opened. See if God's saying something. And see if you'll find something beyond those doors. Amen? A shift, a move. God of the breakthrough. Yes, our God is a God of the breakthrough. In Micah chapter 2, verse 13, just very quickly, because my wife will be preaching this tonight, Micah chapter 2, verse 13 says, the word says that the breaker is come upon them. They have broken up and have passed through the gate and are gone out by it, and their king shall pass before them, and the Lord on the head of them. See, you gotta wait for the Lord to go before you. The Lord's gotta go before you. That's why you need prayer. You gotta you got say, God, 
we want that $15,000 tax bill dealt with. Lord, we're asking you to go before us and deal with it. You, you, you could roll your sleeves up and you could do all the work and that, but really, if you want supernatural breakthrough, you're gonna ask God to go before you, the breaker. So he's called the breaker in this scripture. Now, Julie's gonna to explain tonight, which I'm very excited about, what that means in terms of the shepherd and the sheep. Don't say any more. All right, she's got me. I, I cannot say any more. So David, let's go to the story of David. I can preach that. 1 Chronicles 14, 1, 2. Let's go to that. Let's just, 1 Chronicles. Thank you, Father. I'll find it myself too. 1 Chronicles 14. Yeah. Did I say 1 Chronicles 14, verse 1? Yeah, well, let's, let's, let's talk about verse one. Now, Hiram, king of Tyre, sent messages to David along with cedar logs, stone masons, and carpenters to build a palace for him. That's what we've been just talking about, vision builders. And David knew that the Lord had established him as king over Israel and that his kingdom had been highly exalted for the sake of his people, Israel. So David has just been made king of Israel and he's, he's actually in Jerusalem. And because of that, the Philistines are upset that he has this key strategic place and that David is king. And it's amazing, isn't it, when you go to a new level that seemingly when you commit to vision builders, when you commit to give your tithe, when you commit to living a most extraordinary life, the devil comes against you and tries to push you back from that new territory that you want to win. But if God has promoted you to take a given territory in whatever of your life, God's gonna sustain you in that, in that territory, amen? Yes, there's devils out there and there's opposition and this is exactly what happened to David. Now, let's go to uh, verse eight. Let's pick it up from verse eight because from there to verse eight talks about his children born. When the Philistines heard that David had been anointed king over Israel, they went up in full force in search for him. So when C3 Tugger began to unite together to give to vision builders, Seemingly, the enemy came against us. It can happen. But David heard about it and went out to meet them. Now, the Philistines had come and raided the valley of Rephaim. That, is a, that uh, name means the land of giants. So David inquired of God, shall I go and attack the Philistines? And so he's praying now, God, do you want me to attack them? Will you deliver them? Will I win? So two questions he's asking. Will I win? Will I attack them? And will I win? Amen. The Lord answered him, Go and I will deliver them into your hands. So David and his men went up to Baal Perazim. Okay, he's changed the name of the place. Boom. Crossroads, as it was affectionately known back in the old days, we believe we changed the name of the city. Wyong. Wyong was known as a dark town. Wyong was, who would live in Wyong? But we started the church in Wyong. And we renamed this town Revival Town. Amen. Yeah. See, that's what David did. So the place is called Rephaim, but he's called it Baal Parazem. Baal meaning God. Parazem meaning breakthrough. God of the breakthrough. God of the breakthrough. I'm not going to call it by that name, the land of the giants, because I know my God is a God of breakthrough. And I'm going to rename this valley. David did that. He's king. He can do that. We can do that. We can rename situations. When the doctor says this, we can rename it. When, when, when people say this about Wyong, we can rename it and say, no, Wyong's an awesome place. 
In fact, it's one of the best places to live on the Central Coast because <laughs> revival town. Baal, so what does Baal mean? Baal means God. Parazame means breakthrough. Okay, keep going. Any more? Ah, is that all you got for me? Eight to 17. The Philistines had abandoned their gods there and David gave orders to burn them in the fire. Once more, the Philistines raided the valley. So David, so here comes the Philistines again. They've defeated, David's defeated them once, but the Philistines are coming back. So David, hang on, back, 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 back. So David inquired of God again. He's praying, he's inquiring of God. This is, this is why David is such an awesome man to study. He's always inquiring of God. So David inquired of God again, and God answered him. Thank you, Jesus. Do not go directly after them. Ah, it's a different strategy. But circle around them and attack them in front of the poplar trees. It actually says mulberry trees. And then another version says balsam trees, but let's say poplar trees. As soon as you hear the sound of marching in the tops of the poplar trees, move out to the battle, because that will mean God has gone out in front of you to strike the Philistine army. Hang on, let's just pull up there. So what's this sound in the trees? One version says it's like the marching of troops advancing. It's like you're waiting and then you hear it. It's like a sound that you've never heard before. And, and God is saying, once you see me at the forefront of this battle, once you hear my breaker anointing, once you hear me as the breaker ahead of your army, that's when you're gonna attack. Because he was only a minority compared to the Philistines who were the majority. This was a big battle. No way could they have won it in normal terms. But David's just hanging around and the young guy's saying, we can take them on, David. We fought that battle before. Come on, let's get in there. We routed them before. And D D David, who's wiser and older, he's saying, hang on there, kid. Just wait, just wait. We're, what are we waiting here for? We've, we've beat them, we've routed them before. Hang on, listen to your elders, guys, you young people. We, 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 got, we got some lowdown here that you need to listen to. And so these young hotshots are coming up to David and saying, come on, let's take them on. And David's going, just wait there. We're gonna fight, but on God's terms. And so when they heard that sound in the balsam trees, when they heard that sound in those trees, it was the sound of heaven like the sound that probably was made realized over this church this morning through the worship. There was sound over this church, a sound like rushing waters. Let me get this scripture. Uh, so David did as God commanded him and they struck down the Philistines' army all the way from Gibeon to Giza. To Gaza to, so David's fame spread throughout every land and the Lord made all the nations fear him. Amen? God is the God of the breakthrough. God is the God of the breakthrough. Let's, um, yeah. Whew. Okay, let's just do this scripture. Revelations 19.6. I'm conscious of time now. What repelled the army? The sound. The sound that was in those trees. Revelations 19.6. Then I heard what sounded like a great multitude, like the roar of rushing waters, like loud peals of thunder, shouting hallelujah for our Lord God Almighty reigns. It's like, it's like, man, when we, the best sound we could be making is worship. 
the best sound that you could be making is any praise and worship, any prayer over your life. You get that sound over your life. You get that sound over our church and, and anything's possible in Jesus' name. Let's go to another breaker story and just quickly, I think we have a great story in the terms of uh, Joshua, I think, 5.13. Now when Joshua was near Jericho, he looked up and saw a man standing in front of him with a drawn sword in his hand. Joshua went up to him and asked, are you for us or our enemies? 5.14, neither, he replied. But as commander of the army of the Lord, I have now come. He's at the forefront of the army of Joshua. Joshua is on the advance to take Jericho, amen, you know the story. Then Joshua fell face down to the ground in reverence and asked him, what message does my Lord have for his servant? The commander of the Lord's army replied, take off your sandals for the place where you're standing is holy. And Joshua did that. What did they do? They marched around that, that Jericho walls once every day for six days. Then on the seventh day, they were instructed to march around seven times. Just before they reached the last lap of seven, they, yell, they, 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 they yelled out, they shouted out, the shout of the Lord is among us. Oh! And heaven came down, angels came down, and pressed, archaeologists say, the walls have literally been pressed down into the earth. That's breakthrough. They didn't even have to step over the walls. They just walked into the city and plundered and took what was theirs. 13, by the way, is an unlucky number. But 13 is from Lucifer. Luck means Lucifer. 13 is actually, in biblical terms, the number of breakthrough. Amen? 13 is actually the number of breakthrough. Say it again, six times, and then seven times in that one day. 13 the number of breakthrough. Father in heaven, I pray that you would give us strategy in our personal life, how to win battles. Moses is the same. They're set free from Egypt. He lifts up the staff. They're up against the, the, the Red Sea. Nowhere to go. The enemy's coming in upon them. What to do? What to do? Lift up the staff. The waters part. They go through. They get through the other side. The Egyptians are coming after them. The army's coming after them. Again, Moses lifts up the staff. The waters come crushing in. The God of the breakthrough takes out the enemy. I love that story. Jehoshaphat is another story. 2 Chronicles 20, 20. Early in the morning, they left for the desert, Tekoa. As they set out, Jehoshaphat stood and said, listen to me, Judah and people of Jerusalem. Have faith in the Lord your God and you will be Upheld, have faith in his prophets and you will be successful. 21. After consulting the people, Jehoshaphat appointed men to sing to the Lord and to praise him for the splendor of his holiness as they went out. So there's a confederacy of seven armies against Jehoshaphat, King Jehoshaphat, and the people of God. And there's to get to where they need to go, they've got to get through this confederacy of seven armies. What are we going to do, God? How are we going to do this? How are we going to get through this, this stuff that's beleaguing us in our life, this illness, this, this debt, this, this situation that we're dealing with? How are we going to do it, God? The Bible says in this scripture, the battle belongs unto the Lord. Amen. As they began to sing and praise, the Lord set ambushes against the men of Ammon and Moab and Mount Sire 
who were invading Judah and they were defeated. The Ammonites, Moabites rose up against the men from Mount Sinai to destroy and annihilate them. After they finished slaughtering them, it goes on. They were overcome. God wants to overcome in our life. Isaiah says, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me to announce a day when the free favor of God profusely abounds. Isaiah said, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me to announce a day when the free favor of God profusely abounds. Notice that word profusely. Could God come in like a flood? Could God come in like a flood of goodness, a flood of healing, a flood of blessing? financial blessing. Could God do that? I believe He can. And you might think, well, I've seen, I've heard it before and I don't think it's possible, but I want to say to you, let's take the limits off God again. Let's believe that He's going to bless our church and bless you in a most extraordinary way in these days. The Bible says in the last days, He is going to bless us in a most extravagant way. We're going to see signs and wonders and miracles and healings. There is going to be debt cancellation. There is going to be prosperity like we've never seen it before. The transference of wealth from the wicked into the hands of the righteous. We're going to see the church come alive. We're going to see Hillsong on the big screen next year telling the story of the wonder of our God. It's going to be amazing. God is going to do radical things in these days. The breakthrough is going to come. The shift from, from your limited life, from your life that's been contained, it's possible, it's possible, it's now, it's here and now, let's all stand. Father in heaven, I declare over this house a breakthrough spirit. Let's close our eyes, look to heaven. I've tried it before, Pastor Phil. I've been through too much. That negative thinking will stop the flood. God works where there's an attitude of faith. When you believe all things are possible, the enemy cannot stop the flood. He doesn't have that much power. Other people can't stop it. The only one who can stop it is you. You control your own destiny. God is for you. The enemy is against you. You have the casting vote. I'm asking you, Caesar Tugger, to take the limits off God. He wants you to do something new, something amazing in your life. The real battle is in you. It's in your mind. The real battle is in your thought life. When you say, it can't be possible, I'm too old. It can't happen. I've made too many mistakes. It'll, it just won't happen. I won't get well. I won't have debt canceled. Just cancel that out. Look true north to God and say, God, in all things, in your son Jesus is possible. Paul prayed in Ephesians that the eyes of our understanding would be flooded with light, that we would know the amazing future God has in store for us. Ephesians 1.18 says, I pray that your hearts will be flooded with light, C3 Tugra. Podcast listeners, I pray that your hearts will be flooded with light. Now, in the NLT version, Ephesians 1.18, it says this, I pray that your hearts will be flooded with light so that you can understand the wonderful future He has promised to those He called. I want you to realize what a rich and glorious inheritance He has given to His people. Now close your eyes. My prayer is for you, your eyes of your understanding to be flooded with light, that you would know how much God loves you, how much He is for you, how much He is for you, and what an amazing future He has in store. My prayer is that faith will fill your hearts, 
that you will rise to a new level of expectancy and that you will see God's goodness like never before. Like Isaiah, I want to announce to you there's a flash flood warning coming to this church. There's a flash flood warning. Baal Perizim, God of the breakthrough, God of the breakthrough is coming to your life in whatever situation you're facing, in your business, in your marriage, in your health, in your children. Baal Perizim, the God of the breakthrough. And when David renamed that valley, when David renamed that valley from Raphael to Baal Perizim, he gave it a new identity. He gave it a new identity where God could do great things. And we declare and have declared over the years, over this region, Wyong, Tugra and beyond, we have declared that the Central Coast belongs to Jesus, that Christ is the Lord of the harvest, Lord of the families, Lord of every situation. And if people turn to Him, He will come in like a flood. Things will shift. Things will move. Miracles will be possible. God will be displayed. God's miraculous glory will be displayed. And people shall say, my God, on the Central Coast, are you sure that happened in C3 Tugra? Are you sure that happened in Meg's life? Are you sure that happened in Rachel's life? Are you sure that happened in the pastor's life? Are you sure that happened in C3 Tugra? God is about to do awesome things, great things upon the, upon the earth. And I declare to you, God is the God of the breakthrough. He's coming into your life. He's coming into your soul. He's coming into your circumstances. He's coming into your health. God is the God of the breakthrough. We declare Baal Parazam, God of the breakthrough over this church. We shall build more of this building. Debts shall be canceled off this church. Finances will come in like a flood. God's goodness is coming into your life. God's healing is coming into your life. God's miraculous grace is coming into your life. Right now, right now, let's knock on that door again. Let's look to that door, open that door. It's gonna open. That door is going to open. God of the breakthrough. Baal Perazam. God of the breakthrough. Coming in like a flood. When the enemy. The Bible says, when the enemy. Now, long time ago, we used to say, before we got clear understanding, when the enemy comes in like a flood, comma, God will lift up a standard. No. Comma's got to be in the right place. When the enemy comes, comma, like a flood, God lifts up a standard. I said, when the enemy comes, comma. Everyone do a comma. Comma. Like a flood. God's gonna come in, into your situation, into your kidneys, Frank, into your financial situation, into your mental health, into your children, into your home, into your house, into your health, into your finances, into your soul. God's gonna come like a flood of goodness. A flood of glory, a flood of power, Baal Parazam. We rename this situation, we rename this city, we rename this church, God of the breakthrough. In the month of July, we pray breakthrough for your people, breakthrough in every situation. C3 Tugra, God has seen your heart. He has seen your sacrificial giving. You have honored Him. You have blessed Him in your giving. 335,000, that is extraordinary by any means. I bless you for a breakthrough. I bless you in your calling. 
Some people haven't realized their giftedness and their calling yet. It's still buried deep on the inside of them. Well, I declare a breakthrough. Your giftedness, your talent, your destiny, I pray it would be realized in Jesus' name. Some people haven't realized their fullness of their life. The great adventure, the great adventure is beckoning you. Your best life of fruitfulness, your best life of great adventure in God is beckoning you. I declare you blessed. I declare you, you haven't made too many mistakes. You are not too far gone. You are not too old. You are not too sick. You are not too ugly. You are not too sad. You are not too dumb. I declare the God of the breakthrough over your life, over your business, over your marriage, over your health. I declare it, Baal Parazam, God of the breakthrough. I declare it right now. That marriage, that marriage that is made in heaven, it's beckoning you. It's there. It's there. Knock on the door again. Knock on the door. Knock on the door to find your partner. Knock on the door. It's there. The God partner. Not this one. Not that one. Not the other one. I'm talking about the God plan. The A plan. The God Parazam plan. The God of the breakthrough plan. When you know, you know in your knower that God set you up with the right person. Holy, 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 holy. God of glory. God of wonder. You're about to see the favor of God profusely abound in your life, C3. Because you've honored God, because you've been faithful, things have shifted in your favor. Father, thank you for the flood of favor in my life. Let's just say that. Father, thank you for the flood of favor in my life. Now, I expect it. Say now. I believe God's goodness. Say this. I believe God's goodness will overtake me, will overwhelm me. You are coming. Floods of favor. Floods of healing. Floods of wisdom. Floods of good breaks. Floods of mercy. Get ready. It's coming your way. Get ready. It's coming your way. Let's sing under the Lord. God bless you. Let's sing under the Lord. Let's seal this in the power of the living God. Let's seal. We hope you enjoyed listening to this message. For more information on what you've just heard or how to visit us, go to c3talgra.org.au. We hope to see you at church soon.